Welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us uh, right here on C19 TV. And if you're listening to us online through that podcast, that is from WGWG.org. Hey, how are you guys? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Noel Manning. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is Catherine Manning to my right. Catherine, how the heck are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. That is the Critics' Choice Scholar. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. Engelbert Humphrey so right over there. Engelbert. Who oh, loves yeah. you, baby? <laughs> no, that's Telly Savalle. He called me Button in my shirt. Engel, it's not that kind of channel. Engelbert really sang the love songs. He sang a lot of great love songs, and so that's why. I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah, you are. You are. He has better sideburns. He, he has great sideburns. Yeah. My mom was a huge Engelbert Humperdinck fan and so that's why we uh now my mom was uh was crazy about tom jones really yeah maybe still is oh. yeah, yeah. dr tom Probably jones still the is. biology professor, University, the biology professor? <laughs> yeah that's the one <laughs> <laughs> i can see him he's a man of many yeah, talents he is a man of many, many talents <laughs> Catherine manning greg tillman over there of course i'm the old team man in a second the Tim Cam. Let's go to the Tim Cam. Who's back here with you? Look yeah, at you that. forgot him last week. You didn't get him until the bottom of the show. I know, I know, Tim. And I heard a lot about it since then. I know. There's uh, Christian Jessup, and then uh, looks like The Thing from Adam's Family. I That's Miranda. Is that yeah. Miranda? Miranda the intern. Hey, Miranda, how are you? Good to see you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, special show. We did talk about Engelbert Humperdinck, kind of leading into to, um Music, music, movies, and, and love. This is the Love is in the Air special, volume one. We're going to talk subtitle, about... Subtitle, <laughs> subtitle, this should have been on two weeks ago before Valentine's, but okay. <laughs> yeah, this show uh, should have aired during Valentine's yeah, well. Day, but it did not. So we can air this anytime we want to when you just want to you know, feel like... There's somebody you just want to connect with, whether it's a mom or a dad. Or love a, is eternal. Love is eternal. Knows no date. It knows no date. Yeah. Keep which going. Is, which means we can run this more than once. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, Love is in the Air, Volume 1. So we're going to talk about some of uh, our favorite uh, romantic comedies. Um, and some of these may surprise you that they actually show up in the romantic comedy category. We'll just have to see. If it surprises you, email us at info at c19.tv and say, whoa, that surprised me. And, and we, will, uh, we will mention your name on the air. Maybe. Catherine. You're here for the first half of the show. Then we're going to bring in that guy back on the Tim, Tim Cam. Uh, Christian Jessup's going to come share some of his romantic comedy faves. Um, but first, let's go to you. Uh, throw, uh, throw out one of your uh, favorite romantic comedies and give me a, a line or two about why. Okay, well, one of my favorite romantic comedies is Two Weeks Notice. I think it's a very underrated romantic comedy. I don't hear much about it. Um, but it stars Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock. And I love Sandra Bullock yeah. in anything. Uh, she's my favorite. Um, so Sandra Bullock is this um, environmentalist George, lawyer. I mean, also. she is all about um, the environment, preserving um, historical locations with her, in her town. And then Hugh Grant um, stars as the head of Wade Corporations. And he is very 
against all of that. Yeah. He is not interested in any of that. And through kind of a crazy um, turn of events, she becomes his lawyer for his company. And so she tries to teach him, you know, why these things are so important to her. And then he kind of teaches her how to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, and so, you know, with, with really strong romantic comedies, you're going to find these conflicting ideas, uh, conflicting personalities, and uh, and Hugh Grant, I really like. You love Hugh I Grant. I do, too. I think You've got a Hugh true. Grant film you want to talk about, yeah, too. Yeah, and I have another one I want to talk about, but I don't think okay. I have time. Well, well, well tell me, uh, anything else to add? The, the, the character chemistry really works with, with the two of them. Perfect. I mean, they just bounce off of each other perfectly. Okay. Two weeks notice. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Really? No, I haven't. Oh, you need to see it. You would love it. Because you love Hugh Grant. I do. Well, well, give me a Hugh Grant film that's on your list. Not in Hill. Near the top, yeah. Great movie. I'm not, and I know it sounds un-American, I'm not a huge Julia Roberts fan. I like her. <gasps> but uh, mm. <laughs> but uh, I can hear the sound effect now. I know. <laughs> we just created it for you. <laughs> uh, but, but she's terrific in this. She almost plays herself in a sense, or at least a similar version of herself. You know, he runs a little bookstore in the Notting Hill section of London. She's a, you know, Julia Roberts, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she comes in, finds a book. They hit it off, you know. But the thing that I, I think that makes that special, other than their chemistry, uh, are the supporting characters. I mean, I think they're very oh, I realistic. Love, I love the supporting uh, characters. Yeah, in that and they're, one of my favorite scenes in, in any romantic comedy is is the dinner. Mm. That, you know, it's just it's just a lovely film, yeah. and it's funny. Yeah, and it, it earns its laughs too. Mm. Yeah, and and the characters in that movie feel so real. Yeah. Even the quirky ones yeah, feel they like somebody you would know. Yeah, they, there's some extra thought put into the, into yeah. the acting and into the writing. And, yeah. And each of those characters, I think, that makes it stand out. Yeah, and if you're a fan of making movies or watching movies about making movies, you've got to watch Notting Hill. Oh, the press, the, the press junkets. Oh, the press really junkets. Yeah, yeah, and actually I use, when, when I'm teaching film classes <laughs> um, or film criticism classes, we talk about junkets, and I actually go to that particular scene to say, here's an example. Horse and Hound with you? Yeah, Horse and Hound. Yeah, Horse and Hound magazine. Absolutely. Uh, let me throw in one. This is one that will probably really uh, throw everybody for a loop. This goes back to 1931. Uh, the movie is called City Lights. Charlie Chaplin wrote, um, directed, and starred in this film. Uh, really, his character is the little tramp. I mean, that you've seen that same kind of character in a lot of his films. Uh, in this, but in this silent film, um, he falls in love with this blind flower girl who's selling flowers along the streets. And um, you, you see that he will do pretty much anything he can to obtain love. And he, uh, he has a few uh, interesting um, jobs that he takes on to try to get money. And in one of those jobs, he ends up uh, boxing. And there's this iconic boxing scene right. that if you've ever seen Chaplin, it's one that always will stand out. And it's just, it's, it perfectly shows how physical how truly physical his comedy was and the stunts that he performed, just brilliant. But love this movie, and the story question is really, I think, how far will you go for love? But love, love City Lights, and it's, it is a romantic comedy, really, before I guess they had titles attached yeah, to them as a, a genre. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, Great Catherine, one. another one on your list. Well, you mentioned Julia Roberts, mm -hmm. and I'm a huge fan of Julia Roberts. I know where uh, this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I love the movie Runaway Bride with yeah. Julia oh, Roberts. Oh, nowhere out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, she has so many. Yeah. Yeah, she has a lot of good yeah, ones. True. And I think your one of your favorites is Pretty Woman. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. That's where I thought. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. Pretty ding, Woman. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't list that today, but yeah, yeah, I love Julia yeah. Roberts films. Runaway Bride um, had a great soundtrack. Oh, it did. I still listen to all of the songs 
all the time. Like that's one of the main re reasons that I watch it is because of the soundtrack and how much I love it. Um, and then also Richard Gere and yeah. uh, Julia Roberts just have really great chemistry. Yeah. Even though there's an age gap there, they just made it work for me. Yeah. Um, and also one of the, the director is Gary Marshall, who is one of my favorite directors. I mean, he directed Princess Diaries, Pretty Woman, Overboard. So that kind of, I think, it's just a lot of little perfect things lining up for me yeah. in that movie. It's interesting how certain actors and actresses, they connect with these romantic comedy roles, and you'll see them doing a whole host of romantic comedies. Cool. Even though they can do other stuff, once they find that kind of niche, you know, a lot of times they're, okay, we're going to hire you for that. And it works. And, and you see it work over and over and over Hugh again. Grant's a good example of that. Oh, Matthew absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Julia Roberts, uh, but Julia Roberts can definitely do dramas as well. I mean, you look at oh. uh, Aaron Brockovich, um, you look at Mona Lisa Smile. I mean, there's there a lot of films she's done that she can stretch, stretch her wings. And even in Notting Hill, um, while it was a romantic comedy, you saw her doing some other things uh, as well. You really saw the darker some... side of the, oh, yeah. the, the character oh, yeah. of the show business. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Brought out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good choice, good choice. I, I really like that movie as well. All right, Greg, throw one out of your list, man. Because it was like 40 films. I don't films. know. I have a long list. I had 47 <laughs> so me grief. films. I said, give me five. I'm a hopeless romantic. What can I say? 47. But, you know, it's hard to make a good romantic comedy. Yeah. So when, when you do see a good one, a good one, it sticks with you, you know, so you want to. I'm going to mention one. Uh, I'm skipping around here that most people probably haven't heard of because I don't know if it was a big hit. It was Rob Reiner's second film from 1985 right after uh, Spinal Tap and right before The Princess Bride called The Sure Thing. Oh, yeah. And it was with John yeah. Cusack, yeah. young John Cusack, Zafni Zuniga, I think is how you pronounce her name. She was on 90210. She was also on One Tree Hill, so. I was, so. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Anthony uh, Edwards, who was, uh, went on to be Mark Green on ER yep. years later, he still had his hair in The Sure Thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Just a great movie. It's it's kind of a, if you've ever seen uh, Clark Gable uh, in uh, It Happened One Night. Yep. Early thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a rom com. Yeah. It's a teen version of that, an yeah. updated version of that, and it's just a sweet movie. And during that time, there were a lot of teen, kind of teen sex comedies coming out. Right. And it could very easily be dismissed as something like that. I think the most intimate thing in it is a kiss, and mm -hmm. that's at the end, and it means something. Yeah. It's just a sweet funny film though. yeah well you, you mentioned john cusack and i love john cusack and yeah. uh, he is one a bigger of, star oh i agree with you i agree with you i mean during the 80s um he had just a host of films that really you could call teen romantic comedies and one of those is on my list uh movies called better off dead from 1985 <laughs> which came um, maybe his it might have been his next movie after yeah this. And, and and this is a movie that is incredibly quirky um it was directed and written by savage steve holland who uh, actually ended up doing another film right after it um this right after better off dead called one crazy summer which is another one of my favorites to me more was in that but uh, in Better Off Dead, um, John Cusack stars as this guy named Lane Myers, and um, he, uh, he's just a regular guy. You know, he's in love with this girl. He's, he's obsessed with this girl, um, so much so that every coat hanger has a picture of her on it. And uh, she basically calls him and says, you know, I'm leaving you, Lane, for somebody better looking and more popular. And it reminded me of my high school days. You know, that's, that happened to oh, me a lot no. in high school. Oh, please. It's okay. You're a it's... ladies' man. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs>
I don't want to think about this too much, so move on. <laughs> so, you know, it, it kind of follows his journey to trying to um, rediscover love and try to prove that he is worth it. But along the way, you see him doing these, uh, he tries to attempt um, to harm himself, and every time he attempts to harm himself, things go worse than he ever expected. Um, some memorable characters, some really uh, incredible scenes in this movie. Funny, quirky, um, creative, and uh, Better Off Dead, definitely on my list. A bizarre film, but uh, a unique film about family love, uh, relationships, and uh, French fries. So two John's, two Yeah, in a row. yeah. Oh, don't forget say anything. There's anyway, a third one that's, that's that I later. love. I know, I know, that's later. Got to bring right, it up. Go ahead. There's a third one, John Cusack movie on my list. Um, well, go for it. Serendipity. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a very kind of offbeat romantic comedy, I would say, and it has um, John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. And it's all about um, these two individuals, and Kate Beckinsale plays a woman who's very, um, she believes, you know, if it is meant to happen, it'll happen. Yeah. And so she, um, she meets John Cusack, and she says, you know what, I'm going to write my number in this book. And um, she, I believe she sold it to a bookstore, and she said, and if you find this book again with my number in it, then it's meant to be. And so um, it kind of follows John Cusack's story, um, looking for this book all over uh, New York City, trying to find it. Um, and so what happens is what happens. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Cusack was one of those, I agree with you, Greg, that he should have been a bigger star. Um, he's, he's continued to do well. And he can do drama. He can know. do drama. He can do action. The grifter. Um, yeah, he's continued to make game. money, yeah. continued to make movies, but um, he had, had longevity from a romantic comedy standpoint. I mean, that was 2001, I think, or 2000. I believe it was 2001. And so we're, you know, we went back from 1985 to 80. So, yeah, um, yeah, Cusack, great choice. Um, give me one more and then we'll, uh, we'll go to a. Uh, well, we'll ask Catherine to throw out one more before we go to a break, so we'll make sure she gets her third. Oh, you got three mentioned. All right, go for it. One more. I don't, I don't know if this really counts as a romantic comedy, but I'm going to say Groundhog Day. Okay. I, All right. Because it, yes, I, it was. I, I guess yeah. at heart it's about learning to be a better person. Yeah. And, um, but also in the center of that is that the on-off, odd, start-stop, start-over relationship right. that he has because of the mechanics mind. of the plot. With Andy McDowell that mm -hmm. Bill Murray has, yeah. and and again, to me, it's a little like the sure thing. At the end, he's truly not in lust with her; he's in love with her. Yeah, he knows everything about her. Yeah, and yeah. it's just beyond sweet. I think, yeah, fulfilling. I think in a way. Yeah, you really are a hopeless romantic. I am. Aren't you? I am. I, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Well, Embrace yeah, but most people wouldn't see that in me. Embrace it. And they wouldn't believe it right now. Embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. All right, Catherine, do you want to? Throw one more out, or do you want to save it for volume two? I will save it for volume two. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be coming back with more. Catherine Manning, thanks for hanging out with us. Critics' Choice thanks Scholar, talking about some of her favorite rom-coms. Uh, of course, um, Burt Bacharach over there talking about some of his favorite rom-coms. And uh, back in the Tim Cam, uh, Tim is not talking about his favorite rom-coms, but he's making a list. If you see that uh, clipboard there. He's making a list of movies uh, he wants to talk about. So he's going to give some of those to Christian. Christian Jessup will be out uh, right after this break right here on C19 TV's Meet Me at the Movies. Hang around. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me.
Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. <laughs> that, yes, that was uh, that was uh, on double duty. Baccarat Humperdinck, right there. So Baccarat Humperdinck. I tell you, we're yep. smooth sailing today. Yes, we are. Well-oiled machine. Meet Me at the Movies. This is the Love Is in the Air edition, Volume One. Volume One. I am Noel T. Man of the Second, hanging out with Greg Tillman over there, and to my right, Christian Jessup. Christian hey, Jessup. Hey. Critics' Choice Scholar, welcome. Uh, you've got your list of, of romantic comedies. Yeah, I do. Talk about some of those. Uh, Tim Cam. I really like that shirt. Thank I you. That is a nice shirt. There's, there's Tim. It actually kind of looks like Tim's shirt, doesn't it? <laughs> Colors are really hey, different. Hey, there we go. But there's uh, uh, Tim. We always got the button up idea. Tim is making his list. He's and, a romantic too. You know. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? Catherine's hanging out with him and telling him what uh, not to do. Is that right? Yep, keeping him straight. We got Miranda. In here to help us out with some cameras, so we appreciate for. Miranda. She's going to make sure that uh, we are all on target. We are talking about some of our favorite rom-coms. Uh, this is Volume One, so we'll be back with Volume Two sometime in the next 12 years, and uh, hopefully you'll stick around for that. So uh, just email us info at c19.tv, and uh, we'll let you know what some of those are. All right, Christian, um, we've given you some of our list. Uh, I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear something on your list, but first. Greg is, well, are you doing okay, Greg? You okay? You all right, man? I lost my list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> he lost his list. Where I wouldn't forget you it. You got it? And, uh, <laughs> and then you forgot it. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's all good. Like I said, a well-oled machine, baby. That's <laughs> what is. we are here. All right, so we're talking uh, rom-coms. Uh, Christian, uh, you've seen every romantic comedy ever produced. Ever made. That is, no. uh, that is your claim to fame. And so when I said, give me five, you actually narrowed it down, uh, unlike Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Thomas. I mean, I, I have to give a shout out to my mom. Back when I was in preschool, she taught me how to count to five. And so, I mean, that really came in handy when I was making my list. <laughs> okay, uh, look, math is not my strong suit. So <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> All right, so give me one off your list. All right, well, I tried to pick a, a few non-traditional ones. So I'm going to go with Father of the Bride from 1991. Okay. You've got Steve Martin, yep. Diane Keaton, Martin Short. And I really liked this one because you've got the traditional romantic comedy, but that's kind of in the background. Really what this film focuses on is the father of the bride-to-be, um, and that's played by Steve Martin. And he's just hilarious, but I think what was really great about this film is it had all these comedic situations, but you never quite felt like it wasn't something that could happen in real life. It was always, it was always these scenes that it's like, well, I can totally see a father doing that <laughs> yeah, if, okay. if given the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will say, um, as a, a father of a daughter, um, yeah, I watched that movie with, with different eyes um, than, than I did when it, when it first came out. So mm. I re remember when it first came out, um, back when I was working with, with Greg on Headline News. The, you, the, you dressing? The no. night before um, I, I was to get married, I did like kind of a take five. I did five films relating to brides, and I dressed as a bride. Yeah. Um, oh and Father of the Bride. He was lovely, too, by the way. <laughs> can, can we pull up some old footage can, for the show? Actually, yeah, we probably yeah, can. Probably have that. But Father of the Bride was on mm -hmm. that list as a, a favorite bride film. So was The Bride of Frankenstein, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, that's a good choice. Mm -hmm. I, I think Steve Martin has done some great romantic comedies. Uh, there's one that's not on my list, yeah. but uh, it's on yours. Uh, I think. It's one of those on my list, yeah. but I didn't. I was going to save it. Okay, okay, but, you'll yeah. save it. But there's a. By the way, the original Father of the Bride with uh, Spencer Tracy is very good too. Yeah, yeah. I have to check that out. I don't yeah. think I've seen that one. Wait a minute. So you haven't seen every romantic comedy? Ever. I haven't. Wow. Okay. All right. So we have secrets to revealed. Secrets on revealed. Secrets revealed. All right. Give me one that is on your list, Mr. Tillman. Oh, well, I have a lot on my list. <laughs> 
uh, you can't do a show like this without having When Harry Met Sally. Okay. Mm. And that's the, I don't know, the Citizen Kane, I think, of a romantic comedy. Okay. Okay. I mean, the perfect chemistry yeah. between whatever, Billy, Meg Ryan and, and Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. And then, of course, you had uh, good turns by uh, Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruno Mars. No, Bruno Kirby. Yes. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the late Bruno Kirby. And it, I think the heart of that one is about... Can you just, yeah, can you just be friends? Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it, Noel. Can you just be friends? Yeah. 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 And another Rob Reiner film, too. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. uh, and he had a, a, a supporting role in this as well. Yeah, what? very briefly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, Rob Reiner. Um, yeah, that was a fun film. And Meg Ryan, of course, after that. Just a string of romantic comedies. And then you see her with, with Tom Hanks mm-hmm. uh, a few times uh, as well. Uh, on my list, this goes back to uh, 1978. Goldie Hawn um, is uh, the, the mom of Kate Hudson. I think there's a Kate Hudson yeah. film on your list. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll go to you we'll on, to that. on that after that. But Goldie Hawn, Chevy Chase uh, in a film that was really a, it was a romantic comedy that was one part Hitchcock, one part James Bond, and one part slapstick from the 30s and 40s. It was just really a interesting mix of of different genres of filmmaking car chases gunfire and listen to some of the storylines that pop up here uh an assassination attempt an assassination attempt on the pope um a dwarf and an albino um that all those things thrown in really make for a very memorable that's all you could ask for in a movie and a fun movie going (laughs) experience a really charming romantic comedy uh burgess meredith co-starred along with dudley moore Mm -hmm. um in this film had a small role as well but foul play is the name of this movie and goldie hawn really made a name for herself in romantic comedies and uh you know she she's she hung around she took a break for a while came back, I guess, was it last year with uh, Amy Schumer in a film called Snatched? So Foul Play, 1978, on my list of of a romantic comedy I would recommend. All right, let's talk about Kate Hudson. Yeah, we'll talk about her actual daughter, Kate Hudson, and Matthew McConaughey star in one of my favorite films, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And it's really just a great story. I love how unique it is where um, a female played by Kate Hudson works for this magazine company, and her big, like, break-in story is going to be how to lose a guy in 10 days, where she's going to do every imaginable terrible thing that a girlfriend could ever do to drive a guy away in an attempt to like help girls learn the mistakes they make. And then on the other end of it, you have Matthew McConaughey, who's trying to pitch this idea because he's a salesman of sorts. And he says that he can make any girl fall in love with him in 10 days. And so you just have this really great chemistry between them kind of at odds with each other because Kate Hudson's doing absolutely anything she can to make his life miserable and he's doing everything he can just to be the best sweetest boyfriend he can be (laughs) and it makes for some hilarious scenes yeah I agree with you and McConaughey is really really strong in romantic comedies as well he's done quite a few of those and and found success in that Um, yeah and that's a movie that I think you know, it's not that old. What's, what's the year? Do you have the year for yeah, that film? Yeah, that's 03, so I mean, oh, it's fairly recent. And, and it's, still, uh, it's still one that, that, that holds up quite well. And I think mm-hmm. Foul Play, it's, it's different. Of course, there's some things that, that, uh, that don't hold up, but the comedy holds up really strong mm. uh, in Foul Play from, uh, from 1978. All right, Greg, what else is on your list? I have no idea. I want to narrow this down. Um, while the crickets are churning and uh, chirping, they're not churning. They're chirping. <laughs> yeah, that's if you make cricket butter. If you make cricket butter, mm, it's good yum. stuff. It's kind of like peanut butter, but it has more protein. All right, um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> now that everyone's time. truly disgusted and turned off their TV, I'm gonna go with Doc Hollywood. Okay. Mm. Uh, Michael yeah. J. Fox at his most charming, I think. He wants to be a plastic surgeon. Plastic that what he's... surgeon in Beverly Hills. 
He's driving cross country to a job that he has with a ponytail George Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, when his car breaks down, he already has a crash or something like that. He ends up in a small southern town, um, and he gets stuck there. And he he meets, you know, a girl down the street, and it's 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 really good on two levels. The their romance is very realistic. The whole thing's believable. And what I really like about it best is, frankly, let me say, I hate movies that are generally set in the South because Southerners always can. Mm-hmm. Portrayed as rednecks or rubes or yeah. just plain stupid. Yeah, uh, and they're not in this film. Everyone may look like they're yeah. not the but sharpest they're the smarter ones. Shed. Yeah, yeah, but they're very sharp. Mm-hmm. To me, I thought it was refreshing just to see a film where Southerners are not yeah. portrayed as ignorant. Yeah, David well, Augenstyers. Yeah, he's that. very good. Bernard Woody Harrelson. Hughes. Woody Harrelson. Bernard yeah. Hughes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if it was cited as a direct influence or not, but I know when I watched Pixar's Cars, that was no, immediately was. the first film. It, it was. It was. Because, yeah. yeah, we talked about mm-hmm. that, on, on that, that Cars and Doc Hollywood, really the same movie. Obviously, being a, being a college student, I saw Cars actually before I'd seen Doc Hollywood because I saw Cars as a kid. And so then, like, watching Doc Hollywood probably three or four years ago, I was watching, I was like, this is Cars. And then I was like, wait, no, Cars is not Hollywood. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's very Absolutely. much the same storyline. It's that same idea, just that really sweet story of how like the small town is actually the ones that kind of have it all together compared to the big city right. star. Well, I've, I've, I've thrown in quite a few, but I'm going to let you throw in one more oh, because okay. um, you've had two, so I'll let you throw in a third. All right, I want to throw in Singing in the Rain. We'll have a throwback there. 1952 musical film. And to me, this is just a classic in terms of both romance and musicals. Um, I think it's almost 70 years old now. And there's just so many iconic moments. You can still sing a few songs from there. I mean, mainly the song Singing in the Rain. And almost everybody immediately knows what they're talking about. And just so great. Directed and starring Gene Kelly, which I think is, I always think it's cool when someone acts and directs. I'd forgotten that he directed that Mm -hmm. too, yeah. And um, he was, the productions, a lot of stories during the production are famous, but he was running 103 Degree Fever when they were filming the Singing in the Rain scene. Wow, really? And so going back and watching that with some of the production details in mind, it's always kind of fun to see how how they got that all to come together. I love going back and looking at those production notes Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and checking out, okay, how to... How much time did it take? What are the problems that they faced in doing this? Well, thanks, Christian. Uh, Christian Jessup, our Critics' Choice Scholar. Uh, Greg Tillman back there behind the camera making sure that everything uh, happens as it should be. Well, Tim, we'll see about that. Tim Foster uh, back there uh, in the studio and Catherine Manning. We appreciate you guys as always. Uh, and thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in, watching, uh, and spending time with us. Email uh, info at c19.tv. You can download the podcast at wgwg. Org. I will leave you with a quote, as I always do. This comes from a romantic comedy, Hitch. Uh, life is not about the amount of breath that you take in. Uh, it's the moments that take your breath away. Love that quote. Oh, Absolutely love that quote. Till next time, I am Noel T. Manning II, and this has been Meet Me at the Movies. Till next time, that's a wrap. Hey,